Radio MD. RadioMD.com. Your trainer, Melanie Cole, is here to motivate and help you perform. It's time now for Train Your Body. Today we have Neil Pyer and Grace Simone. We're doing He Said, She Said, and we're talking gym etiquette here today. So we are going to start with gym etiquette in the locker room because that seems to be where so much of the disgusting stuff happens. So, Neil, <laughs> do men walk around in the buff in the locker rooms? Do men just walk around naked, everything's dangling around? You know, actually, they do. <laughs> and, That's just and to gross. to be honest... You know what? If if you have been an athlete as a as a youngster and and through high school and college, uh, it's just something that you don't feel all that uncomfortable with. However, I needed to to make a little caveat. Uh, I need my personal space. <laughs> so if you're going to be walking around in the buff in the locker room, that's fine. But you know, I have a like a three or four foot circle around me. Keep it outside that circle. <laughs> <laughs> and Grace, what about you, women? We don't really tend to do that so much. Do, I mean, there are those women, aren't they? There who are love to show women. off their boobs. Yeah, yeah they want to. Sh- that the, the whole point is that they're they are prancing. You know, they they want you to see whatever it is. They're proud and they're walking through the locker room. But generally, most women are are fairly conservative and and stay at least partly covered. Both of you can answer at the same time. Barefoot in the shower. Yes. No. Really? Never. Sorry. I'm oh, sorry. never. Yikes. Sorry. No, um, never, 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 never. Always bring shoes, sandals, something to wear in that shower. Do you use the soap the gym provides? You yes. can, except <laughs> if you color your hair, I wouldn't recommend it. What about the people, Neil, I'm starting with you here, who take like 10 towels, one to sit their naked ass on, one to take into the shower to put on the floor so that they stand on that, another one to wrap around their waist, and another one for their hair? You know what? Two if you really must, but one of the most frustrating things is having to wait until the health club can provide more towels because they run out of towels. They're in the dryer or something along those lines. So, yeah, the gym might need more towels, but you shouldn't be hogging more than two towels. One for the bench to sit on and one to dry, towel off, I think, is fine. Grace, what about asking staff for advice when they're naked? And they're in there, and we've all been there. You and I, were in the room, and some woman comes up to us. You're like, what? Please don't. Please don't. People do it to me all the time. Or I'm, I'm standing there in the towel, and I don't want to, like, disrobe in front of them, and they're telling me their whole life story. What do you, how many classes do you think I should take? Please let the staff finish what they're doing, and get some clothes on before you ask advice. Okay, the gym personalities, I love this one. So let's talk about the slob. That is the person that leaves their sweat on the machine or their towel draped over the Stairmaster or the treadmill. Neil, what do we do about that guy? Well, almost for any of these situations um, that are common, uh, like the slob, (laughs) Uh, I, I would always point it out to someone on staff to please speak to the person because they're not, quote-unquote, following rules or, or they're being a slob and sweating all over the machines, leaving the sweat on the machine as they walk over to the next machine to go slop all oh, over that one. Uh, yeah, it, it, it really, I would recommend that speak to the staff person for them to speak to the member and not speak directly to the member. 
And Grace, I'm giving you two here. The class junkie and the talker time burglar, the person that sits there on their cell phone and then they don't even really realize it. So the class junkie first. The class junkie, well, the first thing that, if, if you are the class junkie, I have a piece of advice for you. One and done. And based on our last segment, I would send that person right over to personal training because people who take class after class after, you're, you're setting yourself up for, it, for an injury. What you can do about the class junkie is not too much because, you know, the classes are free and everybody can go there. So same advice that Neil had is if you really, if you really feel strongly about it, take it up with, with somebody who works there. And do please understand the type of environment that you're in. You know, if you're, if you're in a very low-frills gym, no-frills gym, you can't expect a lot of service from the staff that they may have one person there, you know, behind the desk making shakes, answering the phone. So think about that, too. I would not take any of these personalities on myself. That is, that is what I would say. And then what was the other one? Oh, the time burglar. Well, the time burglar for me takes up all of my time by talking to me. So my advice for those, that situation is you keep your headphones in, even if they're not on, you don't have anything attached, and, you know, act like you're singing, et cetera. If that person is on the, you know, on the phone, on the equipment, not realizing how much time is going by, I would, again, address it with a staff person. Neil, the farter and the grunter and the guy that leaves his big, huge weights all over the freeway room. That guy who's oh walking around, he's got a little acne Ugh. on his back, and he's farting and he's grunting and he leaves his weights on the floor. What do we do about that guy? My pet peeve. Um, again, address it with staff to address it with him, but the, the main thing is really... Uh, asking them to put their equipment back. I have not seen a gym in the last 20 years, for example, that won't have uh, etiquette-oriented signs all over the place. Please replace the equipment after using. Please wipe down equipment after you. You know, those kinds of things. Uh, (laughs) And, yes, I have seen the snot rockets flying around on the uh, weight room floor in uh, in certain gyms. It's disgusting. Stop already, you know, you're and in a public grunting. environment, there are people there around you, uh, you know, behave. <laughs> Can you ask that guy to stop grunting? Can you say, dude, I know it's hard, but really you have to, Ugh. I mean, it's just ridiculous, that guy. Do you, do you know that one of the biggest things, especially when you're lifting really heavy weights, is to have a nice tight thoracic and, and core, and the way to do that is actually to... Not make any noise. <laughs> Tighten up that, that liquid bubble, if you will, in, the, in your core and, and, and just do your deadlift or whatever it is you're doing. You grunt, you're actually letting some of that stability go. So, dude, stop with the grunting. Yeah, I mean, just it can be explained if need be. Uh, bottom line is the guys who grunt are going to continue grunting. It's just, you know, grunt on a lower level. And Grace, what about like the hoarders and people in class also, you know, that crowd by the door. I hate those guys. They stand there. Those ladies or whatever, they stand right by the door. You're like, excuse me, can I get in? And we only have about two minutes left. So what do you do when there's all these ladies standing around and the people that kind of hoard everything at the same time? Well, and they're usually all the same people. We really can't do too much about it. Again, that's up to the instructor to be, you know, the traffic controller for the room. But what I would advise to avoid that situation, get there a little bit early, get into the room, and people who are territorial in group fitness 
classrooms, and we all know who those people are, that's my space, that's my weight, that's my this, they tend to be along the back row, right in front of the door, and like along the sides. They're along the perimeter of the room. So if you want to avoid all of that, go right for the middle. Go right for the middle of the room, get your stuff, and move to the middle. If you're around the door, you're definitely going to get into trouble with somebody. 30 seconds, Grace. What about the clicks at the club? And you're going into a class, and you <sighs> see these all these women, and then they sort of look at you. You're the newbie. What do you do? You walk in with your head held high and say, you know, hey, I'm cool, yeah. too. Yeah, smile and say good morning, and if if you're very outgoing, hi, my name is Grace, I'm new here, you know, can you help me? And, oh, they'll all fall over themselves to help you. The truth of the matter is you really want to get the advice from the instructor, but it's a great way to break the ice because they all want to be the expert. Neil, you have 30 seconds to wrap up gym etiquette for us. You know, my, my, my attitude has always been this, and I know Grace has a similar attitude in Group X classrooms, is my training floor is like my home. And one of the things you do is you welcome people onto the weight room floor and you help direct and educate and motivate while you're there so that they behave like they're visiting your home. <laughs> and not, you know, there are no snot rockets, there's no spinning allowed, you know, all those things. But just behave and, and maintain a certain decorum while you're doing your exercise and attaining your fitness goals and, and being physically active, which is really what we're all there for. And it makes it more pleasant for all of us. Wipe down your machines. Be kind to others. Don't hoard the machines forever. Great advice. Radio MD, this is Melanie Cole. Stay well.